Hello and welcome to episode three of the Dead Letter Movie Podcast, recorded February twentieth, two thousand fifteen. Woo! Yay! I'm Tim. Yay! I'm Andrew. And we're gonna talk tonight about the impending Academy Award ceremony. As we record this, takes place two evenings hence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've uh, we both finally seen all the Best Picture nominees. We're we're gonna talk about that some and uh, it wasn't sure at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and we'll we'll probably ramble a little and we'll uh, we'll hit on some of the the other oscar categories and and some some thoughts in general so uh let's let's uh let's just start alphabetically as we previously agreed on yes. so um, which you didn't hear but we agreed on that yeah um, yeah before before we started recording yeah. So I no, think the first no pitch, one, of... but it did happen. Yeah. Um, so American so, Sniper. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, clearly by now a lot of you know what's going on in the movie. It's um, the story of um, Chris Ky- Chris Kyle. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Chris Kyle, played by Gra- Bradley Cooper, who is the greatest sniper ever. Um, he uh, is sent to Afghanistan to take out the bad guys. Um, that is the simplest version of putting in the plot. Um, it is a, clearly more than that. The film is directed by Clint Eastwood, and it is, I don't know, it is not the best work he has ever done. Not no, even, no, not not by a long shot. So it's not even the best war movie he ever made. Um, that Which that he, is well, in in fairness, he's made a fair few of those. True, but but yeah, yeah. The, uh, what you. What I said earlier is this: this isn't even on par with the Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, it's not even on par, and I didn't even like that movie. No, uh, I, I didn't especially either. I mean, it was it was good. I appreciated it, but didn't like it. One of those. Um, yeah, um, it's definitely not as good as Mystic River. Um, no, no, and it's not as good as e- San, uh, Letters to Iwo Jima as well. Um, however, the film does feature a very good performance by Bradley Cooper. Um, he knocks it out of the park. He's I mean, like this is. He yeah, see. he was he was very good. He was very convincing. You know, the the entire time. Uh, I I found it very, very gripping. I was I was very, uh, you know, caught up in the movie as I was watching it, but I I found myself kind of questioning yeah, more than half the time just just how much of this is is dramatic license. Yeah. yeah. As and and it's such recent history too. I mean, uh, the this 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 guy was was killed just about two years ago. Yeah, the trial for his murder is is, is ongoing as as yeah. we speak. So, uh, I I don't know. I I have some some qualms about that because there were things that definitely felt like they were you know, over dramatized for the purposes of making a better movie. Which is interesting because when they made Zero Dark Thirty, which is even even more recent, they seem to underplay things for dramatic defect in, in in that regard in comparison to this film. Yeah. Uh, so it's I don't know. I think recent history is really difficult to make. Um, it like, is. I mean, there's there's not a lot of detachment yet. It's. Mm-hmm. Well, I often wonder if they made the Social Network ten years later than they had. I would have been more inclined to actually watch it. Yeah, like would Mark Zuckerberg seem less like a jerk? Um, 
probably I'm guessing not. no on that. But I'm guessing no on that as well. But I mean, like, it's the same thing when like they keep trying to make us. I mean, they made one Steve Jobs movie and they're trying to make another one. I mean, like, really, they need to wait a few years so that, you know, they really do. Yeah. Ugh, but yeah. Anyway, it's already so, too late to get Noah Wiley to do it again. Exactly. So it's I don't know. The, it's this film suffers from that problem. Um, it also it, although the war moments are very gripping and you're you know you're kind of on the edge of the seat. I mean, yeah, Clint does a very, good job, very, very tense, of making a very good you know action sequence. It's the PTSD scenes that he has when he's back home that are the more interesting parts. And it's not that the war parts don't need to be there because they they do need to be there. It's just a shame that there's more like I don't know. It's just a shame there isn't more PTSD stuff. Um, like, because I also think that that's when Bradley Cooper really shines as well. Yeah, and I, I, I think that yeah, even now, even with with all our our knowledge now, of, you know, things like shell shock and and PTSD, that that's still a conversation that needs to be brought more forward in in the public eye. Something mm. we need to be talking about more. So, um, yeah, o- overall, I would say a a decently good movie, not great. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> this, um, this this is one of those. It probably does lose something on a on a small screen as as opposed to the big screen. But I don't know that that's going to make enough of a difference. So yeah, don't don't necessarily rush out and see this one on my say so. I kind of agree. Um, I don't know if this film is going to go down as a classic in any way. I don't even know if it's going to go down in in being one of Bradley Cooper's best performances ever. Um, he does a great job. Um, it's uh, it's just a shame we don't have more more PTSD stuff and less behind a gun stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was he was much much better in uh, last year's American Hustle. I thought actually as, I thought so as good too. as he was in this. Yeah, um, David O. Russell gets a good performance out of him. I would yeah. even say he was he was. Pro- I even think he was better in Silver Linings Playbook than he was in American Hustle. Um, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the next movie. Moving on, uh, Birdman. Birdman. Michael uh, Keaton, Edward Norton, et cetera, et cetera. Tim and I have already done a video on this, which should be up soon, um, and uh, we've talked about it at length. Um, the film has. The film is the this is the smartest movie of the of the nominations. It's probably the smartest film of the year. Um, it is great for comparative literature people. It is fabulous for film and theater majors. Um, it is pretentious as hell. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I I don't know. It's I liked the movie. I really did like the movie. I did, however, I feel bad about liking the movie. Um, I can't tell you why necessarily. Um, it's just. I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I also liked the movie. I did not feel bad about liking the movie, but I did think it was kind of a weird movie, and it, it left me kind of scratching my head a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've uh, we, we've drawn some comparisons to other movies where it it wants us to believe that it's got something profound to say, but then doesn't actually say it or and- say much of anything. But it wants us to think about it. And but but it's 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 self aware and it's satirical. It's but super it's meta. It, it it wants to be taken seriously. This this movie is like a meta layer cake. Mm-hmm. A it, meta a meta layer cake with intertextuality frosting. Um, yeah, that's the most pretentious review I could give for this movie. Um. Also onions. 
Also onions. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I don't know. The but film. No, it was. It was. It was. It was very artistic. There were several really good performances in it, and to 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 me, I would not feel bad voting this one for best picture because I I felt more than any of the others, even though I didn't like it as much as as maybe something else. I, I felt it did the best job overall. This is what a movie can be. This is what you can do with it. This this is, you know, the kind of story you can tell with the medium. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a great example of a movie all yeah. around. It is definitely great filmmaking. Um, there are, I can't quite tell you what exactly bothers me about it in a lot of ways. Um, the, um, I don't know. It's um, it makes me wonder. I mean, there's a good chance that I'm feeling this way about the film that a lot of people felt about Citizen Kane when it came out, um, and I'm willing to, <laughs> to I'm willing to accept that if that's the case. Yeah, geez, being an old crony, but um, I think it's a well made film, and I totally agree with Tim. This is excellent filmmaking. Um, that it's really it's a really good script. Um, it's got really neat cinematography. It's, uh, I think a thing that bothers me about it is that it relies so much on its audience knowing other things to fully understand it. And that in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that it kind of, I don't know, it kind of keeps it from being the best product it could be, I guess. Yeah. I don't want it to have exposition explaining stuff. That would be even worse. But um, I don't know. It's... Um, I don't know. It's a great movie. It's definitely one of the best of the year. But I would, uh, if I voted for it, it would be a begrudging, reluctant vote. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, oh, that—that's my feeling. Oh uh, yeah, okay. But it so, is. Yeah, I, I, we 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 differ just just slightly on that. Just one. slightly on that. I do think it's something that people should see, though. Um, yeah, I, I I agree. This one's worth seeing. It's it's worth the rent. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can yeah. catch it in a theater, okay. But you know, don't don't be in a rush. Yeah, and it's definitely a movie that could only be made now. Um, yeah, the the technology necessary to, to do this has existed for a while, but right. it, it, well, would, it, to, it would have been harder to do. I meant on a story basis. Well, but. yeah, yeah. There's there. Are I mean, you're right things. about the technology too, but uh, yeah, there 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 are contemporary things that it, it references. That's yeah, it it had to have happened in this specific climate i was trying to think of how we could recast this movie like instead of michael keaton what if it was val kilmer but i can't think of who edward norton would be like who would be another edward norton character because i can't think of someone else who used to play superheroes but don't anymore Um, yeah i also can't really imagine val kilmer doing this (laughs) i know that's the other thing (laughs) okay Uh, um moving on uh Uh, richard linkletter's boyhood boyhood um, uh, yeah. easily the most ambitious project yeah. uh, out of all the, the Best Picture nominees uh, filmed over the course of 12 years or so. Uh, I think it's... With the, with, with the same uh, cast as they grow and age, which is a unique conceit, never been done before, probably never going to be done again. For obvious um, reasons. Yeah, I was, I was reading Peter Travers' take on you know, all the, the Oscars in general and you know, he was you know, some people are going to call it a gimmick and he was dismissive of that so don't don't call it a gimmick it's more than that 
I I kind of agree. It's it's doing it a disservice to to call it just a gimmick. I'm not sure there's a word for it that's like uh like a high I, class gimmick. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, I think it's. I don't know. I think it's it's definitely I think it's a new maybe not a new style, but it's definitely a it's a different way of making a movie. Um and maybe because when I think gimmick, I think like, you know, uh William Castle and the ghost viewer and the skeletons and the tingler and uh and you know the seats and the buzzers. That's right, what I think. Right, right. <laughs> um this I think is a this is if it's a if it's an artistic choice instead of a gimmick, um, maybe. And, uh, and it works, and it does add something to the to the narrative and and all. But I, my feeling is that it does not elevate the material to a level of greatness. Yeah, it's, I think it's it's, it's it's good. It's believable human drama. It it is kind of more event driven. But yeah, I I did still feel some relation to the characters is okay yeah I, I i know this person i recognize this behavior but I, I i didn't feel that just because they shot it this way that that made it better enough yeah. i don't yeah i don't know if it, it's like i don't know the system in which he like the the means of having taking 12 years to make a movie was necessarily you know better for the film um, it definitely added, I think it added to the story in a way that you couldn't do in other ways. Like, I mean, you couldn't like, I mean, if they really wanted to do this, they would have hired, they would have had to hire like, like at least five different boys or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so like, I think that's kind of cool. I, don't, I think the, the, the way that it is made makes it the most important film of the year. Um, I think this is a milestone in filmmaking that, has not been done and probably won't and maybe shouldn't be done again. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree, especially with that last point. I don't know that anybody else trying to do this again would do it as well or that it would really bring anything to the table for the, mm -hmm. for the material. But uh, I, I, I also agree, you know, this is going to be shown in film studies for years and years and years to come. Mm -hmm. All, you know, two hours and 40-odd minutes of it, of it and those poor poor students um yeah. but no it's 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 interesting and it's believable but it for for that kind of human drama yeah go go watch the descendants instead yeah i would say it's it's a good movie it's it's, it's not bad in any way i'm actually i'm interested to see the stuff that was shot but not put in the movie i i would be interested in a five-hour miniseries version of the film i admit um, sort of a morbid curiosity but i don't think i would actually watch that <laughs> yeah like i mean i would watch it but this is the one problem with this is that like and you and i talked about this a moment ago is that like um as mason becomes a teenager he becomes a guy that i remember from high school that i didn't like um, and I, and I, I think most and, of us do. Most most and, every and high school saying, has this guy. But yeah, and I'm not saying a specific person, like a specific trope of high school guy you went to. The yeah, like yeah. soft spoken, like self absorbed. I know everything about everything kind of guy. He just has that voice of that guy that you kind of hated, and that guy doesn't. Not grow even up really much. hated, just kind of. Yeah, not like actively hated. You just didn't like him. Um, like when you saw him dating the pretty girl, you were a little disappointed, you know, that guy. Um, right. 
And um, and so that kind of like my wife said, you know, you know, this movie's an interesting idea. It's too bad the main character kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> and and, and in many ways, she's right. Um, I think that I think Ethan Hawke almost steals the movie. Um, if anything, whenever Ethan Hawke's on, it feels the movie doesn't feel like it's three hours yeah, long. He sure steals the scenes he's in. Yeah, he is. He's damn good in this movie. Um, and that's and and half that, the scenes he's not. I keep wondering, are we going to see Ethan Hawke again sometime soon? I don't know, you, you want to see him again. And that's funny because a lot of people don't like him that much. And so keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not super keen on him personally. I don't hate him at all, but yeah. not, he, uh, he was. He was good in this, and I. I liked him the most at, out of any of the characters in the entire work. Yeah, and it's uh, Linklater does. Uh, I mean, he does a good job. He makes a Richard Linklater movie. Um, the uh, the thing that I kind of like. The thing I kind of lament about this is like this is supposed to be Linklater's magnum opus. This is, you know, this is his his big movie. And I don't think it's the best Richard Linklater movie. Um, I don't exactly know what is the best one. It may be the three before movies. If you put them all together, it might be days yeah. confused. It, it may even be slacker, but it's, um, I, I don't know. I feel like there is. So link. So there's the goods and the bad parts of Linklater in this movie. I mean, like there's like the deep philosophical questions that people probably, not questions, conversations people have when they're high kind of things. Like the Richard Linklater conversation are in the movies, and so, and that's sometimes it's the best and also the worst. Like like you were saying earlier. Yeah, I, there there were a couple of those scenes. It's like yeah, this this is really good, but it kind of stuck out from the rest of the movie because it felt the most canned. Exactly. The, the, the least real. It's like this this is scripted, and yeah. it felt scripted. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know if 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 you're if you're you know super film aficionado, see the movie. Uh, if if you have something you know you you, you just have to see all the the Oscar movies this year. <laughs> Where have I heard that before? Um, I've ever heard that before. Yeah, what watch the movie? But I I don't know that a lot of people really need to see this. Yeah, movie. I I don't think it's life changing. Um, it's a, it's it's a shame that it's you know it's 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 slacker days to confuse link later and not enough i wish there was more like like what was it school of rock bernie bad news bears link later i wish there was some of that in the movie more yeah it could have done with a little bit more of that yeah i like its use of pop culture but like you know like tim said it could be it's a movie you spend the afternoon watching when you got nothing to do um like really nothing to do. Yeah. And right, even then on. you're probably going to come and go. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. We, uh, uh, we reviewed this just about a year ago when it was still fairly fresh in theaters. Uh, this uh, is the oldest movie on the list, I believe. By um, far. Uh, and kind of surprise entry, surprise nomination. Uh, I, I certainly wasn't expecting it for a lot of reasons. Uh, it's... it's much more a comedy than anything else in pretty much any of the categories this year. Oh, definitely. Which, which is a little weird for the yeah. for, for the Academy. Um, it happens. I mean, it's it, just... It, it does. Uh, also, Annie Hall. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, it was so very long ago, but uh, we are on record. Check that out. We, we've got our video up on that. We both really like this movie. Yeah. I love this movie. Watch this movie. It's totally worth watching. I've caught it a bunch of times on HBO recently. 
Um, and it, I don't I, I still like it. It just gets better and better. Um, yeah. I think it's, I, it's funny cause I don't think people think of it this way, but I think it might be like, I'm going to say it this way. I think it's the best buddy movie to come out in a decade. Um, now, a buddy movie is different <laughs> from a bromance. Right, um, right. I saying that right now. Um, so, I mean, like, I think it's the, the uh, like, the character of uh, Misho Gustav and Zero have this, the best buddy relationship I have seen in a film in a very, very long time. And I really want those two actors to make another movie together just to see them be friends at something else. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. And, uh, like I was telling Tim that this, this is my favorite movie, um, probably of the year and at least of the nominees. Yeah. Um, cer- certainly of the, the nominees. I like this one the most. I would still vote for Birdman over it probably, which is weird, mm-hmm. but, um, no, I, I, I like this movie an awful lot. I, I highly recommend it. It's never going to win. It's never going to win. The Academy, the, yeah, I'm surprised they nominated it, but they're never going to yeah, vote it's it for not gonna, the win. I, I think it's, te- I think, um, I, I think I like it for the the same kind of things that you like Birdman for. Um, I like the technical stuff about it is some of my favorite things. Um, yeah, it there, showed, there, there's a lot of cool artistic stuff with, with the technology and, and yeah, yeah, with and, filmic and, elements, yeah. Yeah, like aspect ratios changing as we go deeper into a story. Um, the film is mostly in Academy ratio, which is kind of neat. Um, we haven't seen that in a long time. Um, I also, I think color changes a little bit too. Yeah, um, yeah. I also like the fact that, uh, I don't know, it does the things, it does things similar to what Birdman does in that it uses this style, but for some reason, the way Wes Anderson pulls it off, it doesn't seem as pretentious to me. Now, that may just be me, and I'm willing to accept that. But, like, it has, like, four different frame narratives going through the film. And, well, not through. It's not like they go back and forth all the time, but it's yeah. definitely... Um, but for some reason, it doesn't feel as pretentious as Birdman does with what it's trying to do. I, it I, may, would, I would attribute some of that, at least, to the fact that there's a lot more slapstick in and it that might, than, and than that, is in Birdman. And that might be it. I mean, like if Bird and Birdman is funny. I mean, like it it's is. not that Birdman's not funny. Um, it's probably the, I mean, next to Grand Budapest, that is the funniest movie. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the movie has Zach Galifianakis in it. I mean, it's we're not talking high drama. Um, right. So, right. Uh, so I mean, like this one no by fin- contrast has Adrian Brody and uh, Willem Dafoe and, and, Ed Norton. and Edward Norton again. Right. Yeah. But also. Yeah. Bill Murray and Ray Fiennes and Saoirse Ronan, yeah. I, uh, and, and Ray Fiennes. I I love Ray Fiennes in this movie. Um, he was so he does, good. He was so good. And there, like, I don't know. There were there are two moments in the movie where he does sound like someone else he's played. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a there's a uh, at one point there he sounds like Harry from In Bruges. Um, yeah. At one point uh, he's cursing. Of course, he's saying like he's he's cursing at that point so it makes sense that he sounds like harry and then there's a there's one other time he sounds like voldemort uh but only for like the briefest moment and you kind of wonder like, wait a minute did he just sound like voldemort yeah, uh, just just for a split second there <laughs> yeah just, just a little bit of inflection on that 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 one word yeah yeah um yeah so this i don't know i it's if i would vote this is what i would vote for um like automatically um it is not gonna win and that's okay um yeah <laughs> yeah 
If you yeah. haven't seen it already, you should get on that. Absolutely. It's 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 on you know all all the digital rental services has been for ages. You got it's no a, excuse it's anymore. Yeah. yeah. Been on Blu-ray for quite a while too. It is in the red box. Um, watch the movie. Go watch it. Okay. So moving on. Uh, the imitation game. This movie was better than I thought it was going to be. I um, I wasn't sure how good this movie was going to be. I I was looking forward to it more than than some of the others. I'll get a little more into that later down the list. But um, I, I I liked the uh, the narrative structure of it, and I I connected with the characters. They're you know really really good performances. I I believed in the the humanity of them and in the urgency that they felt in what they were trying to do and all all the the ups and downs i mean this 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 was a good movie this this was very well put together yeah there was some some fictionalization for mm-hmm. for purposes of uh, expediency and uh and so like this is this is the only is there another world war 2 movie i'm not thinking of in the list i don't think there is no, um, this this is the only one from World from War this II. Year. From this year. Yeah, so I always get a little nervous when there's a World War II movie. Um, and it's not because I, like, I expect it to be bad. It's that I'm a little sick of World War II movies. Um, there have been a lot of them. And there have been a lot of them. still material. And, yeah, and a lot of them win. Um, or a lot of them get nominated. And for, and for good reason. And rightly so. You know, yeah. Usually, people people aren't tackling that anymore unless they are really, really sure they've got you know something big to to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, like Quentin Tarantino killed Hitler. Yeah, that was that was a totally new thing to do. And um, Spielberg's been to that well more than once. So yeah, and uh, and you know they they looked at the beginning of the war from a man's speech impediment. I mean, so like for King's speech and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I Which mean, is so also a great movie and is on Netflix and you should also watch. Agreed. Um, best picture, whatever year it came out of. And so this movie um, does not deal with war. Like, like war! It deals with, you know, the hidden workings behind. Yeah, this, 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 is, this is very much, um, you know, home front. This, this, this is about the, the story of, of Alan Turing and uh, really the, a, a lot of the facts behind this have, have only come out really very recently. Mm-hmm. This this because this was this was all you know very very hush hush so so secret that yeah there are a lot of people in in British government and you know certainly you know ne- ne- never mind the rest of the allies who didn't know about this right and um, that's I mean that's that's how it yeah, is yeah the, the 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 breaking of of the Enigma code at uh, at Bletchley Park yeah and and they they do. The, like uh, this movie, uh, I'll touch on historical inaccuracy a little bit here. Um, it does things that are historically inaccurate. As a history major, that bothers me. As a creative writing minor, that doesn't bother me because there's a lot of things you have to do to make a story work. Um, I'm fine with them like consolidating everyone who worked on Enigma to like five people instead of the hundreds or so. Um, I'm fine with all that. That that makes sense. Um, I do. Th- I do get a little nervous about Benedict Cumberbatch's um, Aspergery performance. Um, that's uh, the thing that makes me worried about that is from what I've heard about Turing is that he wasn't quite like, I mean, like he was a scientist and a mathematician and, a, and like a, you know, a, like 
he was the easiest guy to get along with. But apparently, it wasn't quite like that. And yeah, I imagine I, that's. I, I think that was more of an exaggeration, and, and than, I agree than, than a fabrication. Yeah, it's not lying. It's a. It's just hyperbole. Um, I I don't know that I even go as far as hyperbole. hyperbole just exaggeration. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm willing to accept that. There are times, however, in the film where it feels like Sheldon Cooper fights the Nazis. Um, yeah, I'll, just just a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. I. And the thing that and yeah. the, the historical <laughs> inaccuracy problem I have with that isn't so much that they made that choice, as why they made that choice. Um, does this mean that this is the kind of thing that sells right now? That's that that's the thing that bothers me the most about it. But that doesn't necessarily make it a bad movie. Um, it's just a thing that gets to me. Um, I think Benedict Cumberpatch does a good job, though. Um, however, is it really that big of a stretch from Sherlock? Is my only question. Um, and and that's a a fair question. I mean, the the character is different in in some some key ways, but there are an awful lot of similarities too. Yeah, he's not a big dragon. I mean, that's pretty different. There is um, that from another thing that he's in. Um, yeah, yeah. Cumberbatch uh, has shown that he has range. He can be Sherlock Holmes, or he can be a dragon. He can be a dragon, which is a range. A it range. is. It is. And, then, no, and he's 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 very talented, and I, he's he's turned in great performance in everything I've seen him in. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fa I mean, I like him too. I mean, he's got the most British name possible. Um, <laughs> he really has. And was, I like the guy. I mean, like it's nothing like that. It's um. It's just it's just a just a thing I'm wondering. But it's, yeah, this 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 was a, a a good film, but I'm I'd be hard pressed to call it a great one. I had a good time. I mean, I, like, I, I, thought, I did too. I I enjoyed it. I recommend the movie. Yeah, it has that. Even though it's not an espionage movie per se, it definitely has that. It definitely has that espionage feel to it. Yeah, yeah, which makes it which makes it exciting and engaging when really you're watching a movie about a bunch of people sitting in an office all day. Um, and no one talking about a stapler. So yeah, yeah. But it was it was well made enough that you don't really notice that you you get caught up in it. So yeah, mm -hmm. good on them. Um, yeah. All right, careful. I think you're clicking a little. So nope. Nope. just just careful. Yeah, there you go. There I think go. the there you go. Yep. Edit. All right. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, recommend. It's also not going to win. But it was fun. It was. Uh, it's, so, I wouldn't say it's the most fun movie. No, um, but no, it was more I, fun I than I expected. It's yeah, a bit yeah. of a surprise for me of the bunch. Um, <laughs> I wasn't like ruining watching it, but um, no, no. But uh, it it wasn't it wasn't as it was different than what I expected. Ultimately, in a good way. Yeah. So uh, clean cut, move down. Uh, yep. Selma. Selma. Back to historical inaccuracy problems. Yep. Um, Even more of them. There's plenty of them this year. Yeah. So this movie is clearly about the Selma marches in in, um, in Alabama mm -hmm. uh, during the civil rights movement with Martin, with Dr. King, and to another extent his relationship with with Lyndon Banks Johnson. Um, oh, great president of Tex from Texas. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was there was that. There there are also you know, some some plot threads. Between uh, uh, King and and uh, and his wife Coretta Scott King, uh, and, and, and even yeah. King and Malcolm X to a certain extent, um, which yeah, I I yeah, I I don't recall from my history. Uh, it's it's been long enough. I 
somewhat ashamed to say, uh, that I don't remember all of that. But I, mm-hmm. I think the, you know, the the visit where where Malcolm X comes in, that did that happen? Uh, it's I, uh, uh, I think it did. Um, because that was actually the point when Malcolm X was starting to realize that maybe this buy anything's necessary thing. Maybe it doesn't pan out as well as yeah, he thinks. Yeah. And if it didn't happen like that, it was around that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's um I don't know. I I forget that he he's assassinated so early um in in the game in in, in comparison. Like um for some reason in my mind, and this is totally wrong of me. I always lump him in in 1968 um getting getting shot then because but because that's when RFK and MLK got shot um yeah (laughs) um so in my mind I wanted to be you know death comes in threes this is not true um but this is just what my head does um which is wrong um so I don't know so the Malcolm X stuff is 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 good and interesting um the stuff with George Wallace is you know stupid but that's because it was stupid in real life Um, yeah that and and that that was that was the thing that got me about this i mean for for some of those those inaccuracies some of the stuff that they they did do in this movie was just as accurate as could be yeah and it was really really visceral and and you know genuinely disturbing and and sickening it's this this was history. This really happened. This this is American history, and and this is something we need to not forget. Yeah. So and, this uh, this this movie more than than any other this year is is one that people should see. And yeah, it's, it's not easy to watch. Yeah. Um. A few years ago, when Lincoln came out, your mom said that Lincoln was the movie that every every American should see. Um. And I agree with her. She's totally right. And yeah. I think. I think this year that film is Selma. This is the movie that every American should yeah, see, yeah. despite the fact all the major players are played by British people, um, which is weird. Yes, well, it was the same thing with Lincoln. Um, well, I mean, like, yeah, not, I agreed. The major <laughs> player was British, but um, the, uh, but I mean, like, so, so I like the thing that's been coming up a lot with the historical inaccuracies of it is that um, LBJ is portrayed kind of not particularly correct um he um, yeah they they made him kind of unsympathetic and they they pigeonholed him and mm-hmm. yeah you know, some of the the concerns he raised that there were there were some disagreements well those were legitimate concerns yeah and yeah you know, they they kind of made him out to be you know this you know pure political gainsman which yeah but well, i mean he was a politician i mean yeah like, he yeah, knew how to I, play I, the game. I think you know probably most politicians to some extent are are that way, especially but, ones from the south. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I never got the sense from from anything else in in American history that you know, LBJ was was quite this way. No, he was a little crazy. Um, that's that's on record. Um, but um, he is, um, and I don't mean crazy like we the jury find the defendant. I mean just right. overly eccentric. Um, however, um, the thing that I don't, it's easy to make LBJ the jerk of this movie, uh, from a storytelling point of view, it's way easier to do it than to do it, you know, the way it actually happened. If we did it the way it actually happened, it would be way more boring, um, for a film. Um, as a student of history, I mean, I find that interesting, but I'm, 
I'm me and not. Yeah. Yeah. I I realize that history sucks for some people. I almost wonder if the film might not have been better if there had been fewer scenes with with Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I for, wonder for that reason. But the thing is, like, I mean, the, but the thing is, is that they they kind of take out Johnson's involvement. I mean, he was more involved in it than the film lets you think. Yeah. Um, now, there's some accounts that say that he was like more involved than like that. He was really involved in the march, but that's not 100 percent true. But um, <laughs> but I mean, he's I don't know. So that's my major qualm with the film is that I wish Johnson was was a little bit better. It was my mother in law's major qualm with the film, too, because she really loves LBJ. Um, being from the, it is funny to me too. Being from, well, he was the civil rights president. It made sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. great society and everything. It, it makes sense. No, you know, I, I, I get it. I just for some reason yeah. that that makes me laugh. I know it makes me laugh too. <laughs> um, but you know, and being from the great republic of Texas, you know, it's it's sad to see you know it Lyndon is. Lyndon being you know a little bit you know given the short stick, despite the whole Vietnam thing. So um, aside from all that, uh, again, some, some really good performances in this film. I'm going to totally butcher his name. Uh, David Oyelowo. Yeah. He was, he was also in the Butler. Yeah. Um, yeah. But very, very good in this as, as oh, yeah. Luther King. He's uh, it's, it's a, it's a real, he may have been the best actor this year. Um, it's a real shame. He didn't get nominated. It is. I, um, I have to agree. And it's also a real shame that 12 Years a Slave was last year um, because I feel like, and this is the awkward thing, I, I feel like because 12 Years a Slave won last year, um, all of the Academy Awards, is, which is 90% white, all their white guilt has been alleviated for some time. And I think this film got a little ignored because of it. Yeah, uh, and while I'm, I'm certainly not condoning voting for a film based purely on racial guilt um yeah, which yeah, is I'm, itself kind of a form of which racism is, which, is, which is stupid too it i is mean like stupid. I'm, I'm not condoning that but i mean like but I, yeah I, this this was a really good movie and and has not been given as much consideration i think as it probably deserves either yeah i also think it's better than 12 years a slave um they're different things they, but they are they yeah are. um Anyway, so yeah, that's that's the movie every American should see. So yeah, yeah. If if there is one such movie this year, that's probably it. Mm-hmm. So uh, next, yet another biopic, fourth and thankfully last, uh, the theory of everything about Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the the great Stephen Hawking. Um, this film is it was better than I expected. Um, it's in many ways. I watched it during Valentine's weekend. So it's because it's kind of a love story, kind of. It it purports to be, to be but a I, love I, story. I didn't really get that out of it so much, Ooh. which which kind of bothered me. Uh, and 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 it wasn't even just you know that it was marketed as such. It the movie itself, the the work proper wants us to to take it as such a thing when it 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 really isn't. Yeah, not not the way they put it together. No, no it's, I, I mean, uh, this this was actually not as good as I was hoping it would be. Mm-hmm. In in some ways, uh, Eddie Redmond's performance as as Hawking is absolutely amazing. Yeah, he does a great job. He 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 does. He really does. And for my money, probably deserves best actor for it. Mm-hmm. I, 
I, I can't think anything else I've, I've seen this year that was so, you know, so, such a transformation. I mean, yeah, other, other actors inhabited their characters perfectly, but you know, this, this was just, yeah, this, this, this was a cut above. Well, and ultimately it's going to be the thing that's said about the movie. Um, when we yeah. read about this, when we read about this movie five years or 10 years down the line, they'll that's be talking about Redmayne's performance. They're going to be talking about not the way the film is made, not the script, not the way it's directed. They're going to talk about that performance. Yeah. Not and even, that's the way it not, should not be. Not even how the movie as a movie made them feel, yeah. which is my problem with the movie. It's, <laughs> it's very, very event driven. I didn't feel any particular sympathy for most of the characters most of the time. It Which is was depressing because they're real it, people. Yeah, it, it is. You know, all, all real people. It's like, yeah, these are real people. These things happened in pretty much this way. But it was just this thing happened, then this thing happened, then this thing happened. And you, we, we get to see some of how the characters react to that, how, how these people dealt with the situation, but I never really felt engaged by it. So yeah, the, the movie was, you know, by turns kind of personable and charming and at other times kind of full of itself. So I feel very much about the movie the way I feel about Stephen Hawking. Yep. So there, there, there's some things to you know really respect and, and even admire and, and look up to here. And there are others. It's just like really, come on. It's, it's. I don't know. It's just. I don't. It's it's the recent history problem to a certain it, extent. It is, and it, um, it, it's not as egregious as as American Sniper, but it's no, uh, no, not it, not not by half. It definitely has the problem, though. It has, and I I don't know. I I liked the Imitation Game a lot more than this. I mean, be, because it wasn't until recently that a lot of these things started to to come to light about you know Alan Turing. So I I felt like you know there's. There's room to tell more story there than, you know, about Stephen Hawking, who has been a public figure for 50 years since this sort of you know, all started happening to him. A lot of that is already known. We we mm -hmm. kind of watched it happen already, yeah. and I, I felt like the movie didn't necessarily add a whole lot to that. Mm -hmm. So, you know... 20, 30 years from now, somebody watching this movie who didn't have all that might have a different view, but that's my perspective on it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like I said, Redmayne for Best Actor, sure, great, but Best Picture, this, uh, not not so much. It's uh, The depressing thing about this is that um, all the nominees this year have a, a pretty bad problem with female characters. And this, um, in that they're very uninteresting. Um, the yeah. set, the thing that makes it really lame is that, that with the, I mean, Selma actually does the best job of having its female characters not suck, and that's partly because it's a, <laughs> and that's pretty much because it's it's a female director. I mean, like Emma Stone, my wife described as being a tortilla with eyeliner eyeliner in in Birdman, um, and uh, like there's just. The, so the thing that sucks the most about the theory of everything is that it's based off of Hawking's ex-wife's memoir. So you'd think 
she would be more interesting. Um, now the actress who plays her is, is is up. I mean, like, um, she's she's up for best. She's up for best actress. Um, and, uh, and and she's yeah. good in it. I she, mean, she, she is. She she is. But I I I, I want to watch her. I want to follow her career and see where it goes. I think she will probably win somewhere down the line. I, right. She's she's got the chops, but not for this. No, not for this, and I think that's because the like ultimately the I don't know it's it, I, I feel bad saying character because it's a real person, but um like a real person that's still alive, um yeah. but it's just it's uh, characters just not that interesting. She's like in many ways, I mean, well I don't know. I guess there's some cool things that happens with her relationship with uh, with another man, but there's like there's that interesting stuff. But for the most part, she's just dutiful wife. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. So that brings us down to the eighth and, and final nominee. Whiplash. Whiplash. This, this nomination was... came out of left field, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the the, yeah. the movie played at some some of the festivals and, and things, but yeah. I I don't know. I I just don't feel like this was even really best picture material. I mean, yeah. Indie Film Channel or, or or Sundance Channel, you know, kind of yeah. stuff, and I I think it it played at you know the Independent Film Channel Festival and at Sundance, and I and, think it's and it can probably it probably up for uh, I think it's up for an Independent Spirit Award, um, yeah yeah, and and and, and this... was good as in as far as there were two performers who gave really great performances, but. Like 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 you said, the characters were kind of one dimensional. Yeah, they're um the uh, this was this film was the biggest disappointment for me. Um, I was reading about this on the internet. I actually expected this to be nominated, given the buzz I was hearing about it. But when I finally got to sit down and watch it, I was just like, "All right, um, Miles. I mean, Miles Teller does an amazing performance, but yeah. how hard is it to play guy driven by one thing?" Um, like in comparison to like, I don't know, it's just we see him going towards one thing. We don't ever see him like ever feeling conflicted about anything. I mean, like he has a girlfriend that he show, shows like you know very easily gets rid of because yeah, he wants there, to focus there, on his drumming. There, there are a few seconds where he's kind of rolling that over in his head before he actually does it, but there's not yeah. any real doubt there. Yeah, and J.K. Simmons. It's also an amazing performance, but how hard is it to be a jerk? Um, Which he's done before very, very well. Yeah, it's, so I mean, it's, it's on screen. Go watch Sam Raimi's first Spider Man, or first all all of them actually, all the Spider Man movies with him in it. Um, yeah, skip the third one for well, other reasons. For other um, reasons, but. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, and and it was very, very intense, and I I, I enjoyed watching both of these these people do their work on screen. Uh, and then it was, I, I, I don't know. It was, it was like, like you, you ever get an order of tater tots and mm -hmm. there's like a tiny bit of an overcooked onion ring in there. Yeah. I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. That was Paul Reiser. 
That's Paul Reiser, yeah, totally. I like that onion ring usually, but yeah, but 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 it's 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 overcooked. It's overdone. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 more than a little bit dark. Yeah. So uh, and and you know Paul Reiser even has a line where he where he says to Miles Teller, "I don't understand you," and yeah, it was all I could do to not just say out loud in the theater with everybody listening. Nobody understands you either, Paul. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I remember. I hate to pigeonhole actors in certain ways, but it's hard not to sometimes. The fact that, the fact that Crash won when it won. I mean, yeah. like especially when it was against Brokeback Mountain. Like, really, my thought is every time I think about Crash, I'm just like, so there's a movie that won Best Picture that has Tony Danza in it. Um, that's still weird. And that's really weird. And that's to me like this. There's a movie right now that's nominated for Best Picture that has Paul Reiser in it. Um, and if you were yep. to talk to like early '90s people about that, they would be like, "Oh, shut up! You're stupid." Um, mm -hmm. And and I the thing is, crazy even a year ago. And but the thing is, like, I'm, I'm not saying the movie made me like Paul Reiser, but Paul Reiser's character is in many ways the most likable person in the film because um, he's the only one that's down to earth. The other two are very much in like this crazy jazz world, and. Okay, now don't get me wrong. It's not a bad thing to be driven for your dream and everything, but this kid wants to be the best jazz drummer, which in today's society, is that just a little bit better than being the world's best gas station attendant? I mean, like, how much respect do people have for that anymore? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I like jazz a lot. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and I, I, mean, and I, I dug the music in this movie. Yeah, the music's amazing. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I mean, like, it's... I don't know. I mean, like that's a harsh thing to say, the gas station attendant thing, but I can't help but yeah, think it. It, it is a bit. Uh, but, but I can't help but think about that. I mean, like, this, I don't know. It's I understand wanting to be the best at what it is that you do, um, but it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. And, and I think it's partly because like I knew music guys like that in college. And they're kind of like Mason and Boyhood, and that I didn't like them. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little bit of overlap there. I I knew some of those guys too. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I like I said, I enjoyed watching Teller and Simmons work together and and play off each other, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like it was really deep. It 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 was intense, like a really really. But it's bad superficially sunburn. intense. Yeah, that's, it's superficially. It's a bad sunburn. It's not like a mortal. It's not like it's, it's like it's, it's like a bad sunburn over most of your body. It's not quite second degree. Yeah, but it's, it's everywhere. It's it's like what I imagine bikini waxing is like. Um, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's not really deep. It's just I don't know. It, I don't know. It could have been better. It was just it was. It's the most disappointing. Movie yeah, there there, there were definitely. Better movies that that I would have chosen over this for, for oh, nomination. Yeah. yeah, Interstellar was a better movie than this. Yeah, hand, hands down, no question. So was Gone Girl. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that kind of leads us into like things like just our general problem with the Oscars this year. Um, so this I is, think this, this is, is not this has not been as as you said all that great a year for film in general. And, and the Oscars could use a mulligan. As, yeah. as far as that concerned, because they 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 passed over some of what were honestly the better offerings this year. Very true. Now, I, I, I I don't know how anyone can with a straight face dispute that. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think anybody's. Uh, well, I mean, there's the AV Club was talking about it the other day. Like, what if the Oscars got it right? Like, 
Okay, um, I'm able to rationalize why the Lego movie wasn't up for animated film. I'm able to logically rationalize it. Oh, I gotta hear this. Okay, I'm, I'm able to logically rationalize it as the way I think Academy voters think. Okay? Um, so I put myself in as, as so so I imagine myself as a Caucasian male. So so that wasn't hard. Um, <laughs> um, so that was halfway there. But then I gave myself um, about forty years. So I was I made myself over sixty, and and the kind of thought things I would have thought about through life if I was sixty, the things I would have lived through, and I imagine it would be very difficult for an Academy voter to not think of the. Uh, the Lego movie as a big product placement film and being turned off by that. Um, so I'm okay, able to, okay. I'm able to rationalize it. That doesn't mean I agree. Right. Um, so I, like, I, 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 I see your rationalization, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, <laughs> but, but here, here, here's the thing. Yeah. Our, our folks are of roughly that age. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they've had some artistic inclinations. Uh, my 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 dad writes and has and has done music, mm-hmm. and yeah, he snorted beer out his nose watching this movie. I know. So I mean, like, which I is was... a rare thing. I mean, he, he, he yeah. enjoys comedy as much as the next guy. But come on, who does that? Yeah. So yeah, there's there, there's that one, mm-hmm. two. Everything is awesome. Is up for best original song. Which is ridiculous because <laughs> it's a, it's the biggest like, I don't know. It's it's a song that exists to be terrible, uh, and which it succeeds at. It so succeeds at a hundred percent, but it's not. On oh, that. Yeah, so I mean, like, I'm glad it sets out. What? Don't get me wrong. I like the song. I think it's hilarious. It's a yeah. great bit of it's a great bit of satire. Best song? Um, probably not. No. <laughs> no. I mean, um, no, don't 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 get me wrong. I I, I love the movie. We're we're both on record. You know, yeah. check out our video on that too. Yeah. Um. But no, I honestly, everything is awesome for best original song, song over movie. But but yeah. but not the Lego well, movie for anim- best animated. animated. Yeah. I, 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 leaving aside the 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 snub for best animated feature for a moment. I'm still completely unsure as to whether the song nomination was a fit of irony or ignorance on the part of the Academy. I don't know. Think of yourself as a 60-year-old white male. Maybe it'll tell us something. Um. <laughs> That's actually not that hard for me to do. Yeah. And I have been doing, and I still can't decide. I know, it's weird, huh? Um. I'm hoping the common song wins. That's that's my favorite. That was, uh, I, Sarah and I, went, my wife and I, we went on a trip to New Mexico for me to go to uh, a, a sort of business trip. But on the way down, we listened to the best scores that are up, and we listened yeah, to the yeah. best songs. We literally went from everything, the score from Theory of Everything to Everything is Awesome. So it was, <laughs> so I was like, the theory of everything is awesome. Oh. Uh, 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 um, so anyway, that's, so that was cool. I actually really like the music and theory of everything a lot. Um, I think Alexander Desplat is probably going to split his vote. Um, uh, he, he, he totally is cause he's up for two different scores this year. I'd be two, cool. Two I'd, out of the five are him. Yeah. I think Hans Zimmer may take that one, but yeah. And, and I'd be okay with that. Although 
if if I'm honest, I thought Hans Zimmer in a previous collaboration with Christopher Nolan went way, way overboard. Uh, his, his work for Inception was totally overwrought. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he may have overcorrected on Interstellar. There, it, it's, it's, it's subtle and it's understated, and at times I wonder if it wasn't too much so. Well, well you know what happened, right? He, um, he was originally... He was basically told the emotional story. Like, um, when he did started to develop the theme, the big theme of yeah. the film, Nolan had just told him the emotional stuff. He didn't know anything about it being a science fiction film. Um... So I think it's interesting that he went the direction he did, not knowing it was going to be a science fiction film. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like a lot of, I mean, most of the music is after he figured that out. But the big theme of the film is just him trying to find the emotional resonance, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I, I I like Hans Zimmer, and he's you know way more talented at what he does than I could ever be. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I can't stand on that so much. But yeah, I, I can compare his work to that of, say, a John Williams or a Jerry Goldsmith or a James Horner and say that, yeah, you know, you, you've had maybe a couple of misfires more than these others have. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. I feel like ultimately this year comes down to perhaps really good performances from people because I feel like a lot of people do very well. Yeah, there there are a lot of great actors, you know, really being great at what they do at at their craft. It's just a pity they didn't get better scripts. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they're, like they're they're doing everything they can, but it's it's not enough to elevate the material in a lot of cases, which which is really kind of sad. And that's that's kind of how I feel as well. Um, I don't know. It's it was a, a most disappointing year. Um, not to be confused with the most violent year, which was yes. not nominated. No. Um, it barely came out in time anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, the, yeah. It's, well, oh, well, I guess that's it, folks. That's that's our Oscar Roundup podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do a post-mortem later. You'll, you'll hear us talking and, and complaining about what went well and what went wrong. Yeah, we've we've already gone over a lot of what has gone wrong. Yeah, given where they've they've put themselves now, I I don't know that they can go much further wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here's so hoping that. to 2015 being great. Here, here, indeed. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, bye.